We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Welcome to service once again. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. Now, this Sunday is a very special Sunday. Like we said before, it's our Friendship Sunday. And, uh, you know, uh, it's, I love this Sunday because um, I get to talk to you as a man speaks to his friend, okay? So uh, we've been looking at this beautiful series, which is how to get through tough times. And I want to talk to you today as, as, as my friend, all right? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for my friends today. I thank you for every single one of them who have come to hear me teach this all-important topic. I ask, oh God, that you strengthen every one of my friends today in the mighty name of Jesus. I command your blessing upon every household right now in the name of Jesus. And I take authority over the spirit of destruction in the name of Jesus. And I ask for grace to pull through and go through tough times in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Once again, thank you for being here. Um, you know, we, we love you, and I really love seeing you being here. Praise the Lord. All right, now, I want to look at our supporting text today in Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. And Jesus was speaking here. It says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. It's a but. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The, wind, the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. And so we started looking at how to get through tough times. You know, listen, my friend, listen. I said last week, if you live long enough, at some point, there will be something. In fact, if you have a dream and you have a desire and you have an ambition and you have, and you have a hunger and a vision in your heart, at some point, you will experience tough time. And that's just the way life goes. And so, they are, and, and be very mindful of what the Bible says here. It says, the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat and beat against that house. We cannot stop the rains from coming down. We cannot stop the wind from blowing. And we cannot stop things beating against the dream, the desires, and your household. You can't just stop that. But however, you can fortify yourself to go through of time. Praise the Lord. And I was looking at this uh, subject matter, and I said last week that the, very, the, 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 uh, the, best, the best way to go through tough times, which is what I'm teaching in this series, is number one, which is to, to stay grounded. 
you have to learn to stay grounded, be grounded. And I mentioned last week that you need to be grounded with conviction. You need to be grounded with commitment. You need to be grounded with courage, and you need to be grounded with cooperation. I want you to go back and watch that sermon. It will bless you. So today I want to continue. And so the second thing we want to look at in terms of how to, how to get through tough times as a believer is that you must stay connected. You must stay connected. And, and that this month is our month of its companionship. We must stay connected with connected to God and to Christ. If you want to get through and pull through and break through tough times, you must learn to stay connected. Very, very important. As a child of God, it's imperative that we stay spiritually connected. That's how we pull through hardship. You know, listen, two people can go through the same thing, the same situation. One will come out stronger and better right, with a strong message for his generation, and the other one can crumble, all right? So these things I'm sharing with you right now, they make the difference between good and great, bad and good, in terms of your reaction and your outcome in life. You must learn to be grounded, and you must learn to stay connected, all right? So it's a, if we lose our connection to God, we get lost, Make sure that during tough times, you don't lose your connection with God. You don't lose your connection to God, and you, don't, and you do not lose your connection to Christ. You must stay connected. I remember one uh, very popular, um, uh, I think a popular jingle in those days uh, that, that goes, uh, when I get myself connected, you know, it was, a, it was an advert for a telephone, telephone company. I want to get myself connected. We must stay connected to Christ. This thing you can easily, one thing you can easily lose during tough time is your connection. It's your connection to Christ. And there, there will be many people who will get lost during tough time. That should not, you shouldn't be one of them. Do not be one of them. A lot of people get lost during tough times. So stay grounded and stay connected. Stay grounded, stay connected. Stay grounded and stay connected. And then you will pull through tough times. Listen very carefully. At the end of that tough time is your testimony. At the end of that tough time is your message. At the end of that tough time, someone is waiting to be blessed by what you are going through. So stay grounded, stay connected with Christ. Now, let us look at some, let, let us look at some connection scriptures. I call them connection scriptures. John 10, 27. It says, my sheep, my sheep, listen to my voice. My sheep, listen to my voice. It says, I know them and they follow me. New Living Translation. It says, my sheep, listen to my voice. During tough time, my friend, make sure you constantly listen to the voice of Jesus. Listen. It says, and also says something. It says, I know them. I know them. During tough time. Make sure you stay and constantly stay in the presence of God. My sheep listen to my voice. And my sheep, I know them. And they follow me. They follow me. They don't get swept away by tough times. They hang on. They follow me. They are resilient. 
I pray for the grace to be fervent, the grace to hold your ground, and the grace to stay connected to what you already know of Christ. I pray that that grace rests upon you today in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that your testimony will be preserved. I pray that your message will be preserved. The Bible tells us concerning Jesus. He said, who for the joy, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, endured hardship, endured the tough time. I pray for the grace to hold on and, and testify and be a blessing and be a testimony. Let that grace rest upon you, my friend, in the mighty name of Jesus. And so John 15 verse 4 also says this thing. He says, remain in me and I will remain in you. Connection. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. It says, for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. You cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. You cannot be fruitful unless you remain in Christ. So basically what he's saying, you cannot be fruitful unless you stay connected. Do not lose your connection. Do not lose your connectivity. Maintain it. Protect it. Guide it. It will pull you through tough times. Psalm 23, verse 4 and 5. You know this one. One of our favorite scriptures. It says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Why? He says, for you are with me. The reason we fear no evil, the reason we fear, we don't fear tough times is because of our connection, because of his companionship. Praise the Lord. How to get through tough times? Stay grounded, stay connected. Stay grounded, stay connected. It says your rod and your staff, they comfort me because I am connected to you. Praise God. And because of that connection, my friend, listen. He says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So your enemy is not the problem. Your lack of connectivity is the issue. The tough time is not the problem, my friend. The lack of connectivity and your ability to maintain your connection throughout tough time is what the issue is. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The greater one is in you, my friend. The Holy Spirit is in you, my friend. Stay grounded, stay connected. Stay grounded, stay connected. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 5 says, For when we came into Macedonia, we had no rest. This is Paul speaking. He says, but we were harassed. At every turn, conflicts on the outside, fears within. But they stay connected. Paul still maintained his connection. And some of the books that Paul wrote, he wrote when he was in jail. Even in jail, as tough as it was for him, he maintained his connection. May the grace to stay connected rest upon you, my friend. May you rest upon your household in the mighty name of Jesus. May you not lose your connectivity in Christ. 
Your connectivity in Christ and your connection to Christ is very crucial in overcoming tough times. I read the there was a book, the title of a book many years ago, or I think it's in, in the personal development space. It said, tough, tough times never last. Tough people do. Tough times never last. In a few years' time, we will forget all about this lockdown. In a few months' time, even, you will have forgotten about this situation. What about the things you went through two years ago that you thought you were going to die? But look at you, you are here now. Praise the Lord. Tough times never last. Tough people do. I pray that God will fortify you by his spirit in your inner man, my friend, in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now, let me please share with you how to stay connected. How to stay connected. Number one, you have to be aware of the barriers, the barriers to spiritual connection in tough times. You've got to be aware of these barriers. If you are not aware of these barriers, you can easily lose your connection. So awareness is the first, is the first port of call. Awareness. You've got to be aware of the barriers to connectivity. And, there are, and I want to share, quickly share four of them with you. Four, four um, barriers and obstacles to staying connected with Christ. Number one is fear. Fear. Whether we want to admit it or not, this fear can cause you to lose your connection. Fear can cause you to lose, your, lose sight of God. Fear. We obsess over what-if scenarios. Fear makes you obsess over what-if scenarios. Fear makes you obsess over what, what may happen that may never happen. Fear can break your connection. Fear can break your connectivity to Christ. Fear can rob you of your ability to hear God during tough times. I will say that again. Fear can rob you of your ability to hear God during tough times. Fear is a connection stealer. It's a thief of connection. can steal your connection. What if I lose my job? What if something happens to my kid? What if I run out of money? What if I fall sick? I mean, you are preparing for an interview. Bang, fear strikes. Then you go. What if, what if they don't take me? What if I don't hear back from them? What if, what if, what if? Fear, fear is a thief. And it can rob you of your connection to Christ. You listen to the media in an attempt to get informed. But all of a sudden, fear comes in. You hear so much from the news, negative news. We are all going to die. There's great recession coming. No one will make it. This is the end of the world as we know it. I mean, these, these headlines, I mean, they can, they can cause your heart to quiver. Then you ditch the news. And then check your Instagram. And then you see your friend on a quad bike on the beach in Brazil. And you, have, and you go, what? Just having so much fun. Just as you are trying to figure out, my goodness, everybody's moving forward. And then you get a text from your friend. Oh, thank God for me. I just got promoted. Then all of a sudden, you hear a voice in your head saying, telling you, everybody is moving forward but you. Start panicking. Start sweating. Your stomach goes into a knot because of fear. 
Fear, fear, fear. Fear can rob you. The voice in your head tells you everyone is progressing but you. Pretty soon, it becomes, very, it becomes impossible for you to hear Jesus. Very soon, you can't hear God anymore. Fear. Be aware of the things that can break your connectivity so you can at least stop them in their tracks. Fear is one of them. The second thing you need to be aware of, the things that can break your connection, is loss of familiar structure. Mm-hmm. Loss of familiar structure can break your connectivity from Christ. Nothing about this journey so far in the last 10 weeks has been familiar. No, think about it. We've been through an enormous change in such a short period of time. People's, life, people's lives have been turned upside down. Social distancing, wearing masks, staying at, stay at home orders, business closing, counseling schools, parents becoming teachers. The very structure of our lives has been altered. If you are not careful, it can steal your connectivity from Christ. Schedules, routines, habits, lifestyles, all gone out of the window. Familiar structure that gives us security, sense of purpose. Now, when you lose, your, when you lose familiar structure, you, you, get very un, you get very unsettled. You get unsettled. So what do we do? We reestablish them. So be mindful. Be mindful. During this period, be mindful so you don't lose your connectivity. So loss of familiar structure can break your connectivity to Christ. For example, if you've always been in the habit of praying in the train, you know, you, don't, you have your quiet time in the train, but now you are forced to work from home, that familiar structure is broken. And before you know it, you don't even pray anymore. Before you know it, you don't even read your Bible anymore. So be aware that when tough, time, tough times breaks your, tough, during tough time, right, loss of familiar structure can actually affect your connectivity with Christ. Be mindful of it. Number three, grief. Grief. You know, there's a sense of loss everywhere. At least, if anything, not just human lives. I mean, every, every day on TV, they tell you, wow, this, this number of people have, uh, have died. You know, this, we, uh, we are just surround, surrounded and constantly hear about grief. If you are not careful, you hear so much about grief, right, that it can break your connectivity with Christ. It can. But again, talking about grief, not just losing people. We've all lost something. We've lost normal. We've lost what we used to consider as normal. Loss of work. Loss of your pattern of work. Maybe loss of money. How about loss of plans? And this is not how, this is not how you saw your year rolling. So, that's, and so when, there's, when there's distortion like that, it can create a sense of grief. And grief has a way of breaking your connectivity and your connection to Christ. You need to be mindful of it. Be mindful of it. Lots, lots of relational connection. Lots of freedom. Lots of emotional stability. I mean, you can't even hug people you love. You can't even hug your friends anymore. So there's this sense of loss. And when this sense of loss is hanging over an individual, before you know it, you can easily lose your connection with Christ. 
Psalm 9 verse 9 says, The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in the times of trouble. I pray that God Almighty will be your strong refuge in the name of Jesus. I pray that troubled times will, 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 will dissolve and pass over quickly in the mighty name of Jesus. Psalm 18 verse 2 says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. I take authority over every form of loss or grief in your life today in the name of Jesus. It says, My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I pray that God Almighty become your stronghold even at this time in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord. Fear, lack of familiar structure, uh, grief, they all little one thing, the little confusion. Confusion. How do I handle tough times? You need to be aware of the things that can break your connectivity to Christ. Little confusion. Because of the change and the loss we go through, you, want, you, just, you just want a way out, want a way out. But you can't. You want, we want immediate solution. But there's no immediate solution. And so when we are going through tough times, there's the need and the cry for immediate solution. I want this to stop. I want it to stop now. That's not how life works. Sometimes you go through a rough patch, and that rough patch will take its course. We don't get answers. So all this just creates confusion and clouds our minds. I pray that in the name of Jesus, that Jehovah will minister to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever, whatever source of confusion it is that you are going through right now, I decree clarity of mind in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, are there not ministering angels sent to minister to health of salvation? I pray that angels of God will minister to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. May God give you clarity in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So how? So number one, be mindful, identify, be very clear and understand the things that can break your connection. And so number two, make sure you continue to practice connection skills. Continue to practice your connection skills. One of the things you want to be mindful about during tough time is to ignore your feelings. Your feelings can lie to you. Don't trust your feelings in tough times. You cannot allow them to, you cannot allow your feelings to make decisions or you cannot make decisions based on your feelings. You continue to make decisions based on what the word of God says. During any type of tough times, we all feel so, we all feel intensely. Our emotions are raw and we often get confused. But don't trust your emotions. Don't trust your emotions. Don't trust your feelings. Our feelings are real, but they do not determine what is real. Write that down. Your feeling is real, but it should not determine what is real. Our feelings do not determine what is real, even though our feelings are real. Praise the Lord. Your feelings can deceive you. Your feelings can deceive you. Proverbs 28, 26, the New American Standard Version says, he who trusts in his own heart is a fool. He who trusts in his own heart is a fool. Proverbs 28, 26. 
So in tough times, do not trust your feeling. Psalm 25 verse 16 says, Turn to me and have mercy, for I am alone and in deep distress. My problems go from bad to worse. Oh, save me from them all. Feel my pain and see my trouble. Psalm 25, New Living Translation. It's not interesting how, how um, uh, the, the psalmist, he cried out to God. And so during tough times, don't trust your feeling. Don't trust your feeling. But instead, express how you feel to God. Express how you feel to Almighty God. So you talk to God about how you feel. Sometimes we don't do this. We talk to our friends. We talk to whoever, whoever can listen to us. But they cannot help us. So learn to talk like the psalmist. Learn to talk to God. Be honest and transparent before God. And tell the Lord how you feel. I remember many years ago, <laughs> I remember many years ago, I um, was still in the process of uh, getting our permits to use our, our warehouse you know, as a church. And then one day I came, into, I came into church and I got this big yellow envelope with black stripes, with um, black stripes you know, from, from our, our council saying that, um, you know what, they're coming, they're coming to check our permit, our permit and if we, if we don't have a permit, they're going to shut the place down. And I panicked. I panicked. I was hearing all sorts of voices in my head. What am I going to do with 300 people? That was, this was about 2000 and 2007. What am I going to do with 300 people? Where will I keep this family? You know, I was saying, I was panicking. My heart was racing. I was sweating. At some point, I told myself, I said, calm down. Calm down. I had to scream at myself, calm down. And I remembered Jehoshaphat. I remembered how he got a letter from the five kings saying they were going to attack him. How he took that letter. And that's why you must read your Bible, my friend. Because in the Bible, there are case studies to, to model. And so, how Jehoshaphat got, Jehoshaphat got that letter, and then the Bible says he went to God in prayers to express how he feels. So I took the letter. I came to our altar, here, right here, where I'm standing, right? You know, I, I laid on the floor, and I started weeping. I said, oh, God, look at this. What should I do? Who do I go to? You know, as at that time, most of the churches around, our, around where we were based, they've been shut down because they didn't have permits. And so I wept, I wept my heart out. And I read the letter out loud to myself, here, here, right now, here, right here, where I'm standing right now. I was on the floor here. And then as I, when I was done, right, out of exhaustion, I sat down here and the Holy Spirit told me, call this person. So I called a friend. It's not interesting that the Holy Spirit told me who to call. Now, if you, if you lose your connectivity, you, first you will panic. Secondly, you will call the wrong person. So I called, my, I called this friend of mine. And I said, you know what? You just came to mind. The Holy Spirit said I should call you. Uh, this is what I'm going through right now. Uh, what do you have? What has the Lord told you about this? And he said, oh, oh, Pastor Eddie. He said, okay, listen, I'm going to give you two people's names, right? I think they can solve your problem, okay? Um, he, gave, he gave me the, the, uh, person A and person B. So I said, okay, wait, okay, I'll give, give me a minute. So I, so I, I'll sit here, sit on this spot. So I prayed again, and the Holy Spirit told me, call this particular, this particular one. So I called my friend back and said, okay, yeah, we are going with this other person. He said, okay, he gave me their numbers, 
Call them, but today, history. Oh, <laughs> listen, God is on your side, my friend. You will get through tough times. God is on your side. If you just calm down, maintain your connectivity, and listen to the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So create spiritual structure. Continue to maintain and create new spiritual structure. In tough times, you lose your structure. But hey, listen, you create new ones. We create new ones. What are you doing? For example, some of you, uh, you, you do this, you used to go to the gym, for example, right? All of a sudden, the gyms are short. What do you do? You, you, you start doing other things. You go running or you do virtual gym with other people. So create another structure. Exercise. Work from home. Do whatever you want to do. The same thing spiritually. The same thing applies spiritually. So create new spiritual structures. And then maintain them. During tough time, you must stay connected. It's your responsibility, my friend, to maintain the connectivity. If not, you can easily be swept away with the tough times. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 says, Train yourself to be godly. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. Train yourself to be godly. Create new spiritual structure. Maintain the spiritual structure. Learn new behavior. Turn your new behavior to, have, to become new habits and new lifestyle. And keep doing them. Maintain your connectivity. How are you worshiping? How are you worshiping? Are you praying? Are you setting, are you setting a time aside to pray? Is it consistent? Maintain your connectivity. How are you reading the word of God? Are you even reading the word of God? Maintain your connectivity. Are you still serving God's purposes? Maintain your connectivity. God is still using the church to be a blessing to the world. Are you allowing God to use you to be a blessing? Establish new structures. Pray with, with the purpose of connectivity. Don't lose your connection because of tough times. Praise the Lord. You know, it's very easy to think that the greatest thing we need in tough times is for God to somehow deliver us. But that's not how God operates. The reality is, the greatest thing we need in tough times is spiritual connection. And I'll show you that in a minute. Daniel chapter 3, verse 20. We need to experience the very presence. His companionship is what is needed in tough times. And let me prove that to you in scriptures. Daniel chapter 3, verse 20. It says, and he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in, the, in their coats, their trousers, and their turbans, and their other garments, and were cast in the midst of the burning, burning, fiery furnace. In fact, they repeated it twice. Verse 22 says, Therefore, because, the king's, because of the king's command, 
and the furnace, the furnace was exceedingly hot. The flame of the fire killed the men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound in the midst of the burning, firing furnace. Verse 24. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his uh, counselors, Did we not cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? They answered and said, O king, true, O king. Verse 25, he says, look, he answered, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the son of God. Listen very carefully. Jesus did not put out the fire. I'll say that again. Jesus did not put out the fire. Jesus did not stop the tough time. Instead, he loosed them and they sat in the fire together. Sometimes when we are going through tough times, when we are going through tough times, we think what we really need right now is an end to these tough times. But God is saying, I want to show you my power during this tough time. I want you to experience my presence. I want, you, I want you to experience my companionship. I want you to know that I am with you always, in good times and in bad times. I am with you always. Jesus wants to sit with you in the midst of these tough times. In tough times, my list, my, the, my list of things I pray for go out of the window. I just want to experience his presence. I want to experience his companionship. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jesus did not put out a fire. No. You would have expected, my friend, that the moment they prayed, angels would come with, with fly, fly, fly down and just whoo, blow out the fly, fire. And then they'll say, yes, I told you, in your face, that's my God. No. The fourth man came. Lose them. And they were walking back and forth in the fire. And then he sat with them. And he said, sons, we are going to go through this together. Son, doesn't matter how tough life is. I've got you. I want you to experience my presence in the midst of this hardship. Psalm 23. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I will not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Look at verse 4. He says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, though I walk through tough times, though I go through hardships, he said, listen, I fear no evil. Why? Because of his connection. Because of his companionship. Because of my connectivity. He says, I will fear no evil. He said, for you are with me. In the midst of these tough times, I am not losing my connection. And my connection gives me boldness. It gives me courage to keep plodding around. He says, so your rod and your staff, 
they comfort me. I am connected to your rod and your staff through your presence. Hallelujah. My friend, my friend, I pray that you experience the presence of God in the name of Jesus. I pray that you experience the presence of God. Paul prayed a prayer. He said that I may know him. I may know him and the fellowship of his suffering. I pray that you will get to know God during these times. I pray that you will get to know the power of God during these times. I pray that you will catch a revelation of the presence of God during this time in the mighty name of Jesus. He says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. He did not kill his enemies. And God is saying, I don't have problems with your enemies. I will prosper you when I want to prosper you. I will increase you when I want to increase you. Tough time or no tough times, enemy or no enemy, I can prosper you in the midst of your enemies. I will prosper you in the midst of your challenge if you will stay connected. If you stay connected, I will prosper you in the midst of all odds. Say, you anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over in the midst of my enemies. Listen, bro. Your enemy is not the problem. Tough time is not the problem. The problem is lack of connectivity. My sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice. They follow me. They follow me. They cannot follow me and be lost. They can't follow me and be swept away. They cannot mind me and mind their, and, and listen, oh, getting excited. They cannot mind me and mind their obstacles at the same time. When you mind Christ, you lose your obstacles. Say, so surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. It doesn't matter what comes against me, I am pulling through because of my connectivity. So in tough times, sometimes, you don't need answers. You need his presence. Sometimes you don't need answers. You just need his Sometimes I don't need, I will say, it's, sometimes, you know, you, you, we, we pray some prayers at times, say, oh God, why, oh God, why? No, I don't need to know why. I just want to know that you are with me. I don't want to know why. At the age of 28, I, I had my first business failure. And my friends were saying, oh, why, why? No, 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 no. It's not, oh, why? Lord, is that you? Can I still hear you? At the age of 29, I found myself working in a cow farm in a foreign country. Found myself working in a pig farm in a foreign country. Living among pigs. I wasn't going to cry, oh, why? No, Lord, is that you? He said, yes, I'm still here. Thank you, Jesus. I pray for the grace to be steadfast. I pray for the grace to be steadfast. The grace to be immovable. Tough times, my brother, is not the problem. 
The problem is lack of connectivity. Hey, stay connected. You and your family, stay connected. Maintain your spiritual structure. Create new ones and stay connected. Make sure your connectivity is not lost. Praise the Lord. Psalm 16, verse 11. It says, you will make known to me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. How can you see a man's right hand? Because you are connected to him. Praise the Lord. So I want to leave this, I want to leave you with this. Stay connected in prayers. Continue to maintain your prayer life in studies, studies of scriptures. Continue to maintain the, 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 the art of reading and studying the Bible. Maintain your connectivity, your giving life. Continue to give. Maintain your connectivity. Maintain your connectivity. Meditation. He says, this book of the Lord shall not depart from your lips. He says, you shall meditate upon it day and night. Connectivity. Maintain your personal, spiritual infrastructure and stay consistent with it. The Lord bless you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you for my friends once again. I pray, oh God, that your hand will be upon them, Father, in the name of Jesus. The grace to be steadfast, the grace to stay connected throughout these tough times. Let this grace rest upon them, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says that, Jesus said, it says, Father, it says, all of them that you have given to me, it says that no one can pluck them out of my hands. And so, Father, I pray, oh God, that your connectivity be strengthened today in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray and we say amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.